I have a, <laughs> I have an intro actually, so <laughs> wait, it's not that long. It's just a <laughs> bit more proper. <laughs> All right. My guest today is a friend who is constantly building new products and has sold a few. Uh, he's always coming up with new ideas and I'm always impressed with how fast he can build things. Uh, we've been on each other's podcast a few times and this time around, I'm very pleased to have him as a guest. Hey, Ben. Hey, hey. How's it going, man? <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Going, going good. What about you? Did you like that intro? Yes. <laughs> we always start like just talking. So I thought this time around, maybe I should have something a little bit more proper. Yeah, very professional, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the end of the professional. So <laughs> the rest is not that, <laughs> that professional. <laughs> All right, man. So um, yeah, so how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, dude. Uh, nice. It's actually one of those days where I didn't do too much. <laughs> nice. Sounds, sounds like a good day. Yep. Um, so no work today? Nothing, no coding related? So I, I did a little bit of code. It actually extended okay. into a little bit more than I originally planned to do. Uh, but I also went out for, for a walk, which took me like an hour. I got, got a little sidetracked. Nice. I was planning for like 30 minutes, but you know, it took longer than I thought. And I just went with it. So uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Uh, ever since quitting the day job, I kind of have that free time, uh, like three days. Uh, or, yeah, basically four days a week, right? Because if you count the weekend too, mm -hmm. I'm not working uh, four days of the week <laughs> and just, oh, wow. just doing some contract work um, Wednesday to Friday. So yeah, Mondays and Tuesdays are my fun days. <laughs> that is awesome. So that's how you set it up, I guess, just purposefully? Yeah, exactly. And so wow. today, for example, what I did working working on, um, uh, I guess we'll talk about that in a few seconds. Uh, I, I just coded the... Um, yeah, the, the lock-in part basically opened it up from moving from waitlist to uh, self-serve signup. And that, you know, took a little longer than I thought as well. But yeah, probably was done with it in an hour. And yeah, that's that's all I did really today. <laughs> nice. And how's the weather there for, for the walk? Was it a nice nice day? Uh, yeah, I got kind of lucky because it's it's definitely getting colder. So we got like four, four degrees Celsius, but we had a Ooh. sunny day. So, you know, if, if it's cold, not, not so great. But if the sun's out at the same time, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, I'm checking on uh, my it's my son's birthday in, um, in a couple of weeks. And we were planning to go to Berlin Ooh. and from um, uh, he's going to be 10. So. I want to do something special for him. Cool. And he likes airplanes, and apparently there's a, a few airplane museums there. So, yeah. And uh, I was curious about COVID. Uh, I'm reading that Germany might go on lockdown. Is that is that somewhat true? Ah, uh, dude, we yeah, it's okay. probably true. Like we, <laughs> <laughs> the the bad thing is we probably have like different you know restrictions or regulations every other week. So it's uh... it's kind of tough to actually keep up with what's you know what's the latest now <laughs> but yeah okay. it's it's definitely like there is a wave approaching or in like full force already mm -hmm. uh, which yeah which is definitely it's it's definitely gotten worse over the last couple of weeks <laughs> so probably not a good idea to be a tourist in berlin these days i guess I, I guess if you want to go to the museum or whatnot, you definitely have to be double vaccinated, and they will yes. probably check on the entrance. I guess it's I guess it's open, and you can go there. Just make okay. sure that you you know you like have the have the documents ready, or you know you mm -hmm. can prove that you're actually vaccinated. <laughs> Are they asking for the kids to be vaccinated too? Because they're not. I don't know about the kids, to be honest. I could 
could imagine that it's up to a certain age. You could probably yeah. find that online though. <laughs> Man, it's so hard, like traveling. Like, I don't even know like how to travel these days. Um, yeah. yeah, dude, like preparations. When, when COVID started in 20, was it 2020? <laughs> I, forget. I think January, March, 2020, yeah. Oh my God, I, I, it's, it's been so long, I forget. But when, when it started, we were, we were actually, well, we were planning on a trip to Mexico and that never mm -hmm. happened. And I'm still sad for it because, you know, we, we thought we could do it like starting next year, but it's still so uncertain if we could do it or yeah. not that we actually, you know, didn't, didn't go through with it. <laughs> yeah. It's so tricky. Like all the places I want to visit and it's just like, ah, uh, like I was even thinking of Austria and they're in lockdown now. Yeah. Uh, they're like fully locked down for the next 10 days or so. Um, yeah. It's, it's a mess. I yeah. hate it. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, let's move on from COVID. <laughs> There's enough <laughs> news going around about it. I don't think we can cover it at all. So Yeah, M moving um, on from COVID sounds like a good idea in, gen in general. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, hey, man, um, I know you. A lot of people know you from online and everything. So uh, I know I introduced you a bit, but I wanted to know, like, who Ben is today, like this month, this week, you know, like if you if you so, sort of can keep us updated, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you focused on right now? I'm just slacking all day, like I just said. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, in, in general, I'm still working as a full stack dev on a contract basis right now. So I got two contracts uh, with with uh, SaaS founders, indie SaaS founders going, which pays the bills, basically. And on, on the side, I'm building um.co, which is... Uh, you know, a different approach of to, to note taking is what I call it. It's like uh, taking notes, but they expand horizontally instead of like we all know vertically. Um, and yeah, you can have like link notes in there. And it's it's really not that old. The project overall is like three months old, I think. Um, really just getting started there. You got two paying customers on it. And yeah, I, I probably should be diving more into marketing right now. But as I as I previously said, I'd really just open it to the, you know, <laughs> to, to people to sign up today. Uh, so taking it slow there. And as, aside from that, I'm running allround.io where I write or try to write as many articles and uh, resources for developers as I can. And that's also what I want to kind of put the focus on going into the new year. Uh, and I, yeah, I just released a course on bash scripting and, you know, getting, getting started with the command line for web devs and some nifty, ho hopefully useful tricks <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. that you can use uh, on, on a different projects. And yeah, I'm, I'm planning to put out a lot more content on, on that side. Cool. Cool. And, uh, what's the model behind all around? Is that sort of, uh, you're going to push out articles and sort of lead to your courses or is that all happening organically and naturally? Like, where is this going? Yeah, so uh, it, originally when I started it in March and I put a little bit, you know, I put it on pause a little bit over the year because it was kind of a crazy year for me. But when I started it, it was kind of a membership uh, mm -hmm. subscription thing. And yeah, I, I felt bad because I couldn't really deliver on on all the content and all the, the stuff that you would expect from, from a membership, I guess. And so I kind of switched that over and right now just focusing on really providing some some value and really just giving away all the articles, all the courses for free for now. Mm -hmm. And really just focusing on growing, growing the newsletter, growing the list of people interested in it. Um, you can sign up for the for the uh, for the page for the for the application, uh, but it's actually completely free. And all you get right now is the ability to bookmark stuff and you will be able to 
um, mark your lessons in a course as you know as done. Like you've you've seen it, you've worked through it basically. Uh, so that's all you get right now. And um, yeah, plan is to to continue pushing out good stuff so that more people get interested in it. And then hopefully leading to some paid courses. Uh, probably though not before the end of next year. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, it's kind SEO, of a long... and he's doing pretty good SEO wise, right? Yeah, that was that was kind of kind of a big surprise actually. Okay. Uh, so I I try to focus on you know like the technical side of SEO because I've I've done that a lot in in my years of being a developer anyway. Mm -hmm. So I try to be good in in that regard. But apparently the content also uh, got picked up by Google fairly quickly. So two or three months in, it got it it got covered on like the Google Discover tab, which is when you open like a mm -hmm. mobile browser, you know, it shows like recommended articles for yes. web development. That got a lot of a lot of traffic. And I actually got like three articles, I think, in the top five search results right now. Like one of them is pretty crazy. It's like uh, box shadow alternative, like CSS box shadow alternative, I think. Okay. <laughs> Which wow. is kind of cool because it, it does get if, if a fair amount of volume. And yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing if, if I can grow that and, you know, like trying different things. Just having released the Bash course uh, last week, I'm definitely curious to see if that get, gets picked up over the you know coming coming weeks. <laughs> wow, I see it here. It's a third on my search. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's That's awesome. Funny. <laughs> Were you deliberate about it or it just sort of happened initially? I had no idea. I didn't, you know, I didn't do any research for the keywords or anything. Mm -hmm. I really just wrote about it because I thought that's interesting and not many people know about it. Okay. And yeah, I, you know, when when I when I saw that on the con on the search console, Google search console that, you know, is actually on the in the top 5, that's when I started doing some research like how many clicks it actually gets and you know what are related keywords that I could put in the article. Um, and yeah, so what I'm seeing right now, maybe I can share that. That's kind of interesting. What I'm seeing right now is a very related search is people looking for ways to put box shadows into emails because, okay. you know, writing, writing HTML and CSS for emails is still kind of like in the nineties, right? Mm -hmm, <laughs> so sure. you, you, you can't use like Flexbox and all the good stuff. And you also cannot, or you should probably not use a regular box shadow. And it's kind of a hard problem, actually. So <laughs> the real, oh. the real solution to that would probably still be having, having like images of the actual box shadows and putting them into TDs, like, oh <laughs> like table God. cells. And I'm actually thinking yeah. if I should, if I should extend the article, uh, to also include a section about that because it would kind of be cool to also, you know, because it has this kind of authority already on, mm -hmm, on the Google mm -hmm. search now, it would be kind of cool to also uh, get it get it ranking for, uh, you know, CSS or, you know, box shadow alternative for emails. <laughs> Seems related and yeah, yeah, I should probably do that. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people do that with their uh, best performing posts. Uh, they go in and update them once in a while with new content to keep them fresh. And I guess Google ranks it based on that as well. Uh, so yeah, I, you got something going on there for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, as I said, I was kind of surprised that it actually worked out so well. Uh, I, I tried to do everything I could on the technical side, but I guess the writing isn't too shabby either. <laughs> okay, yeah, man. Yeah, this is awesome. I, now I remember when you first started, I forgot that what the initial purpose was. Um, now that you refresh my memory, uh, it kind of makes sense. And I love it that it sort of organically has gotten you where it is right now. And there's yeah. interest, which is really cool. 
Um, yep. I guess that helps with motivation as well. Um, yeah, for sure. It's it's great to see you know SEO as a channel working so early because I was mm -hmm. thinking they would you know like I thought right now, <laughs> like this time around in the year, I you know it would have started to pick up, but it actually mm -hmm. is like six months running already in a pretty good, pretty good state SEO wise. So cool. <laughs> yeah, and then in tandem you have um right like the your your other app. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And that is, uh, so that is in closed beta, was it? Uh, yeah, basically open it up today uh, mm -hmm. and you, it, it actually has like a free, um, a, a free tier, so to say. So you can sign up for free and you will get one train of thought for free. And then if you try to create a second one, you'll actually be asked to pay for it. It's okay. nine bucks a month or 90 per year. Uh, but I thought it, it might make sense uh, to give away, you know, like a live demo in a way <laughs> because... <laughs> okay. I think taking notes is kind of, you know, it's it's kind of, I don't know, it's very personal. It's very different mm -hmm. for everybody. And you kind of want to feel like, how does it actually feel to take notes in this thing, right? Like, what it, what is it actually like to to use it? And I, I could show the users as many videos and walkthroughs as I wanted to, but it doesn't really tell them how it feels. Like, I felt kind of bad about going credit card first or, you know, locking it up behind yeah. a paywall. Uh, and yeah, I think this is a good... Uh, a good way of getting the best of both worlds because I'm really just giving away one train of thought, right? So it's not like it costs me really anything. Uh, and they, they get to try the product and hopefully it, it speaks for itself. At least if, you know, if, if it speaks to you, you, you kind of get to experience it uh, mm -hmm. and you will hopefully see the, the value in it and can, can seamlessly upgrade. Very cool. So I guess I can register on it. Yeah, exactly. As it's, of today, huh? Okay. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Um, cool. The <laughs> credit card upfront is very tricky. I think it, it works better uh, in two cases. When uh, you are super famous, uh, which helps always. And then the other one is when the product, uh, when people sort of know what to expect. Uh, so for something like, um, like, I, like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. So the inclination would be like, mm, I don't like, yeah, maybe I'll try it next time. Like if there was a card up front, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. I also uh, think B2C yeah. is kind of a different beast yeah. in that, you know, like how, how willing am I really to put in my credit card number to some, mm -hmm. some guy's website of a note-taking app? I don't know. Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's a good idea to have people try it first. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm definitely changing my mind around the free sort of plans, you know, like I used to be card upfront type of person. And then uh, I figured that, you know, like the free plans have their you know benefits for us makers, because uh, for one, you get a bunch of users who give you feedback for free. True. Um, yeah. The limitations don't have to be similar to the paying plans. And also what I found out from experience that, you know, if you have free users, uh, once you decide to sell your product, those users are worth something. Uh, yeah, that's because, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the buyer will look at them as some as users they can monetize. Yeah, I also think because B two C is most of the time it's like the the offering is cheaper, right? So you can mm -hmm. like, it's probably not like ninety nine bucks or more per month, right? Right. Which which kind of makes it a numbers game anyway, right? You need the mm -hmm. you need the traffic, you need people trying it out, you need more eyes on it. You you kind of want to have that volume uh, going mm -hmm. through the app. Uh, just to convert more because it's, yeah, you, you kind of have to have more customers uh, opposed to bigger pricing uh, enterprise or, you know, B2B SaaS. 
Uh, how does um sort of compare to uh, not in terms of better or worse, just sort of like feature wise or similarities with what's out there? Rome research is that one? Yeah. Is it? And then uh, I guess uh, Notion is yep. that another one? Okay. Yeah, so let me let me read to you a DM I got just like two days ago, yes. <laughs> which is kind of cool because it's yeah it's yes. answering the questions <laughs> for me kind of it's like hey um looks incredible love the horizontal flow design pattern and the visual style uh, mm -hmm. is chef's kiss <laughs> and okay. here's the juicy part makes my Rome setup seem quite lacking even with custom CSS and I think Ooh. what people see and this is kind of what I was seeing as well is Rome looks very I, I don't know how to how to put that nicely. It, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> it doesn't look very much designed at all. Okay. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's trying to give you this knowledge graph where I'm always a little, this is kind of cool. Now I have all my notes in this giant graph mm -hmm. that I can look at. But, you know, like, what's the point? I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. trying, you know, I'm trying to organize my notes here, and like this is the opposite of having my notes organized. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is true. And if if that's really the biggest benefit, apart from being able to link from one note to another, yeah, I mean that's that is one of the biggest points that they make, right? And I don't, I don't really see it. I I have talked to a lot of people so far that also don't really see it. Um, so being able to link notes from different trains of thoughts is something that um also offers. Uh, and I, I just think it's very, very much like my brain works. That's how I try to describe mm -hmm. it in a lot of ways, because whenever you try to think of something uh, in regard to time, especially if you imagine like uh, the, the X and Y axis on a scale, right? Mm -hmm. X axis is like always the time axis time is basically never on the y-axis right right yet yet when when we take notes in tools like Rome or bear app or even notion we always write from top to bottom right even on a, mm -hmm. on a regular page it's always like top to bottom and so if you want to take notes in relation to time in that regard it's kind of not ideal that like that's how i see it if, if i think of my notes or thoughts over time i basically put them on the x-axis right and not mm -hmm. on the y-axis and that's kind of where where the whole idea came from. It's kind of interconnected, like the notes um, are all around the same topic in one of your train of thoughts, and you just write your next note uh, to the left or right of the previous note in regard to time, right? So it basically just expands to the right um, on the x-axis as, as time goes by and as you research a certain topic. You could be like a podcast guest, right? So you, you start mm -hmm. out with, I want to interview Ben, then you, you know, like next note to the right of that is my my products and whatnot and it just expands like that and yeah that's kind of a different approach than than anybody else is taking um i would say compared to stuff like notion uh it is a little hopefully a little bit more intuitive because notion still lets you do all the work of sorting your stuff away uh so you have to you basically have to have like your your folders, so to say, right? You have different levels where you where you have to sort your stuff away, put your notes in, and tag them or whatever. Um, and um doesn't really do that. So you you really just start out with a train of thought and then just put everything in there. Um, yeah, it's it's like you you put it in there. You don't really have to have to worry about any levels. Uh, you you can't go any deeper than your train of thought. It just expands horizontally. <laughs> nice. I'm definitely gonna give it a try. I mean, I recently I've been trying to cut down the the amount of notes that I write to myself and 
things that I document because I, you know, I hardly ever go and look into them, you know, like there's so many of them. So, yeah, I think yeah. that's another point where yeah. where people write notes, but never really look at them. It's almost like bookmarking, right? We like, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely like a bookmark hoarder. So in my Chrome <laughs> right now, we probably have like 2.7K, like that's 2,700 nice. bookmarks, right? Yeah. Guess how many of them I will never look at again. Probably 2,500. <laughs> right. <laughs> That is so true, man. Yeah, so so being able to um, surface those notes again, and you know, even continuing to write on the same topic in the same train of thought, expanding horizontally again, that just feels right. <laughs> yeah, I you know I'm I'm very curious now um, uh, to give it a shot and see see what happens in there. You know, um, cool. <laughs> and uh, there was interest initially, right? Like once you announced it, I remember a couple of months ago. People yep. were interested. They were asking questions. Yeah, it, I think the initial tweet is really just me showing a little video, like two minutes of of what I had built there. Uh, okay. I got a lot of a lot of positive feedback right away. Um, and yeah, I, like the next day, I think I set up a little form to capture some email addresses. And I don't really. I think I got like in in the in a matter of three or four weeks, uh, that wait list went went up to two hundred fifty people <laughs> wow that's pretty good Which, yeah that, that's kind of impressive you know just com coming just from this one or a couple of tweets basically um def definitely great to see that and it also turned into uh two voluntarily paying customers during the early access so it was basically closed and i only let in people in batches and they at some point they could then decide to voluntarily pay for the okay. product they didn't really have to uh, but two people decided to do it anyway because they liked it so much. And that was definitely, that, like, that was pretty nice. That's the best, to right? See. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of clients like that that paid initially for Blockstatic and they didn't have to. Uh, yeah. But the button was there and they're like, yeah, we paid, you know? So, I, yeah, I'm that's really always happy cool that. to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. This is really cool. Like, you, you're a pro at launching fast and, and you know, getting attention right away—that's really cool, man. Like, I really—that's really inspirational. Thanks, um, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, like, moving on forward, uh, what is sort of your focus? Like, if I if I can tease you a bit into like thinking about 2022, like, what's sort of what's your outlook, sort of uh, product-wise? Uh, so I, I basically want to, I, I definitely want to set up this rule for myself where I don't launch any other products. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Um, because I've, I've been doing that too much, I feel. Uh, maybe not mm. too much, but enough. <laughs> and yeah, I, I really just want to focus on writing more content for, for all around, trying to, I don't, I don't know if that's realistic, but you know, try to get at least two new articles out every month. Um, and yeah, also also try to push um in in the direction that the users uh wanted wanted to evolve basically like i have some ideas mm -hmm. um i can definitely see it becoming more multiplayer right right now it's it's starting as a single player mode right so you you basically mm -hmm. take your notes it's very private i recently added the option to publish your notes so that you you know, you can basically share the URL with anybody and they can just see it like as a read-only version. But I can mm -hmm. also see that expanding further so that you can get feedback on your published notes and just anybody can comment on it maybe. Uh, yeah, really just depending on what people would see most valuable. Like I have some ideas, as I said, uh, but I'm like, it's really not set in stone right now. Uh, and I'm, I'm really taking it a little bit slower, I, I feel. <laughs> or is that deliberate or it's, yeah. it's just the way? Okay. 
yeah, really just not rushing it. I, I feel like I'm in a good place right now with having so much free time uh, and yeah, making enough off of my contracting work so that I don't really have to push the products uh, to to yield any revenue uh, mm-hmm. soon, right? And it's yeah. actually that's actually kind of hard for me. Like I'm very impatient and, <laughs> be, you know, like being in that content creation game with all around not, you know, paying like not getting any reward for, for, for putting in the work right now. That's kind of hard, actually. Like for me, super hard to do. <laughs> yeah. And especially when you have momentum, you know, like this is what I find uh, yeah. myself, you know, like when you have some momentum and then one side of your personality wants to take things slower. And then in my head, sometimes I'm thinking, you know, like maybe this chance won't come again, you know, like this sort of momentum. So I should really keep up. Um, do you ever feel like that? Like, do you, do you feel like, you know, there's, there's interest and maybe our pace, like if you want to go slower, it's maybe could be a hindrance to, to growth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I actually, I, I think I can even speak to that on a broader range because I've heard that from many people that we interviewed mm-hmm. in our podcast and even know my, my co-host is experiencing that too. Like if we stop tweeting and we stop, you know, putting out new updates, uh, it, it definitely affects like, you know, the momentum basically slows and definitely even yeah. affects like the sign up rates and everything. So it it kind of is like that. If you have the momentum, you should try to, you know, ride it out, try to keep going as long as possible. But at the same time, if you're going, you know, at a crazy pace already, like there, right. <laughs> there's only so long you can keep it up. Right. And you, you definitely need to kind of be prepared for the for the downtime <laughs> no no for sure you know like it feels good like when there's a pull and then you sort of you know uh you have clients you know talking to you and asking for things and uh, yeah leaving reviews and whatnot like it it's kind of like a good thing to keep up you know yeah even though it's almost like the business gets made when there is no momentum for for a while right like that's when you gotta <laughs> when you gotta stick it out exactly yeah and so like uh would you like uh, sort of, this is like a sort of broader, bigger question. Are you the type that sort of um, would love to see um sort of grow uh, to a point where you have to hire people, maybe get an investment or anything like that? Or you're more into like sort of, I want to keep this as sort of a, uh, a solo bootstrapping gig? Yeah, so I think I kind of learned that <laughs> like about myself over the, I don't know, maybe last couple couple months couple of years mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely don't want to go big with this or with any project or company that I ever start I guess uh, it's yeah I, I kind of want to try to be as efficient or effective as possible with, with staying as small as possible so mm-hmm. I can definitely see hiring contractors uh, for I don't know getting content written or even some dev work or whatever is needed just like I hire an accountant basically right uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not paying them all year round. <laughs> uh, right. And I, I could see that, but I definitely don't want to grow it to a point where I have like three full-time employees. Also maybe because I can already sense that this is going to be the seventh circle of hell in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's just so complicated. Um, yeah. So it's, it's hiring is 
as yeah. far as hiring goes? Okay. Yeah, probably if you want to employ somebody full time, you probably have to oh. take care of their insurance. You gotta, you know, you gotta know what what that means tax wise. And mm-hmm. oh my god, like that sounds like. And you like cannot fire easily, from what I hear. Like if if we're not happy with someone. Yeah, exactly. And also, has to take like forever. Exactly, and also you, okay. I would have, I would have to figure out how to even. Like how it even, like I kind of know how it works for employing people who are based in Germany, but I have no idea if I hired somebody who lives in Canada, how that would even mm-hmm. look like, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Probably even complicated, more complicated than that. <laughs> Can you open up a company in US like I have and then just work through that? Or is it even more complicated? I think I could. Yeah, I've also heard some other folks do that and they basically mm-hmm. uh write an in like they <laughs> it's kind of funny like then they have their own personal company in germany that is just them like they are the legal entity mm-hmm. and they just write an invoice to their u.s yep. company right yeah uh, mm-hmm. so that kind of works but it yeah it wouldn't really make stuff much easier i guess <laughs> yeah i mean you, you you'd have only one invoice to send out <laughs> But I don't know if, as far as freelancers go, like, I don't know how that works really. Yeah, yeah, I I have no idea. So yeah, Yeah. but like having people on, on a contract base and they just send me an invoice, right? Like that Mm -hmm. is kind of easy to handle. (laughs) Yeah. And that's something I could also see, uh, responsibility wise is, is kind of more what I'm looking for. Like, I don't want to be able, like, I don't want to be responsible for three people, like three families incomes basically. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. True. Yeah. I mean, recently I'm sort of changing my mind on that and it has to do with, uh, I hired somebody recently, just a short term sort of SEO expert just to help me with some Mm -hmm. landing pages. And the most exciting part about that was that person was so excited to do their work and (laughs) she was amazing. And she even loved Blockstatic more than I do. Like she was telling me all these ideas. Yeah, yeah. And for, for a minute there, I felt like for those couple of weeks that I worked with her, um, I would meet with her once a week. It just sort of um, made me think like what it would be like if I had like three or four people like that. But, yeah. you know, uh, the product has to have great margins and be doing great to, you know, like like you said, like I don't want to be responsible for three families and then have a business that maybe is not, you know, uh, generating enough revenue. Yeah, exactly. You would have you would have to ensure that it's very stable even in the yes. down periods, right? That you can yeah. pay the people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, but that made me sort of think, like you know, maybe, maybe like what I what it's sort of like the the hardest part to sort of face was like, am I maybe slowing myself down from oh, yeah. running like that? You know, like this, like am I missing opportunities? Not not in in terms of like you know FOMO or anything like that. Just like, am I sabotaging myself just by wanting mm-hmm. to go slower? You know, like, is there an opportunity here to maybe not go faster, but maybe go a little bit faster? You know, mm, got it. Yeah, I've, you know I think I mean? that comes that comes down to pretty much what do you want out of the company, yeah. right? Like, why are you running this? Where do you want to take it? And I, I always feel like if you want to go really big, if you want this to be like, I don't know, a million per year, mm-hmm. ARR uh, kind of business. You, you kind of have to think a little, little bigger than what I just described. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. And that's yeah. probably the point where you where you want to think about hiring, where you want to think about going, you know, faster because hiring people mm-hmm. also means, hopefully, means you are going faster uh, because you have more resources. You, can, you can't just achieve more in less time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that is true. But also, I think the, the biggest sort of 
a thing that you need for that is you need a growing business, you know, like I yeah. wouldn't want to see myself trying to push for growth. Yeah. Um, I think I would hire when I couldn't help enough people during the day, like the requests would be so many, the payments would be so yeah, many. Yeah, exactly. At that point, like I would, I would definitely hire, but I wouldn't jump the gun and say, Hey, this thing is going to be big. We're going to crush it. Like nothing like that. Like, no, like we're not going to crush it. It's, it's going to crush us, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that way you, you probably have to raise some money up front, right? <laughs> true. True. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I see some of the uh, bootstrap businesses that are doing like more than a million and you know, all like, and, and probably profitable. I mean, I don't know their expenses, but yep. yeah, I'm always yeah. romanticizing kind of those CLI products, right? Where you, <laughs> which is kind of like a developer's dream because it's not like <laughs> yeah. to, to work on, on any front and, you know, businesses yep. kind of want to have it and, you know, yeah. I kind of like those, but yeah. something else you just said was kind of interesting because I can already also see that from like the other perspective being uh, an employee in a way myself, right? So I'm working with two bootstrap founders as as the contractor, right? And I'm trying my best to also be very enthusiastic about their products, which is because I really think they are cool products. Um, mm -hmm. But I can definitely see how that also motivates the people that I work with who actually own the company and own the product, right? Like they get... Um, they, they definitely get a little bit of a, you know, I, I don't know how to put that. Um, they get enthusiastic because I'm enthusiastic about the product too, yes. I guess, and because mm -hmm. I bring in some new energy and move stuff, hopefully, hopefully, uh, fast that they, you know, get the energy out of that as well. So, yeah, I think that's an interesting point just to, to think about when hiring people or even contractors. Oh yeah, absolutely. It could definitely yeah. be like a good boost to, mm -hmm. to your momentum. But I think you have to get lucky. I mean, I don't know how many people like really want to do that. Like, you know, like the value that you're bringing or the value that I found in this person. Like I've, I've worked with people before and like, she's probably like uh, one or two people that I had a chance to experience that, you know? So, mm. um, so, you know, what I'm trying to say, like these bootstrappers that you're working with, I, I, I'm sure they know the value you're bringing to the table, <laughs> like, you know, like all these things that you probably like, I'm picturing you like having all these great ideas about them and not just doing what, you know, you're sort of told like, Hey, Ben, this is tasks for today. And then, all right, I'll do that. You know, like that's the end of it. Yeah. It's, it's um, definitely a mix of both. I would say like, sometimes I'm just thinking stuff through and in the process, mm -hmm. we, we realized that we hadn't really any of us hadn't really thought about it before. Right. Like you're in the weeds, you're tinkering with the database and suddenly you're like, oh, wait, if we do this, then that. And, you know, like thinking stuff through also from a user's point of view, I think that can definitely help. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I definitely try to <laughs> try to, you know, set some uh, impulses here and there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. That is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Like minutes. I try to keep my podcast at 30 minutes because uh -oh. I get bored easily. So we're at 34. Uh, let me see some of the questions I had here. I had one question here, but I think, I think you uh, answered it, but I'm going to ask you anyway. So here's a question. It says, um, if you were to start today mm -hmm. um, and have about 100K of runway, so mm -hmm. you have that in cash, you don't have any freelancing job or anything like that. You just, you, you're capable, you're skilled. You had a couple of startups that you sold and you're starting fresh today. Uh, what would you do? What type of product would you tackle? And I don't mean this as an advice, uh, just sort of your take, like what, what would Ben do? Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, so I would probably just 
sit back for a while and not build a product and just <laughs> just try to <laughs> just try to find an interesting problem really where an audience is kind of you know moving and buying and try to uh try to jump on that i think noah my co-host did that really well he saw that there was you know one competitor already doing it he moved on it he was quick he was uh, able to um grab a lot of the you know people moving and mm -hmm. buying that stuff early on i really like people like he did also building on top of another platform i feel that can give you a pretty big advantage in distribution would you do that i wouldn't i wouldn't say no to it necessarily right. like i know there's platform risk and whatnot but you know if if it's a fairly stable bet i would say why, why not but yeah, like the general maybe even advice I would give or would give myself maybe <laughs> uh, is to look like uh, look for watering holes uh, where you can find people mm -hmm. talking about stuff, talking about the problems or what they hate about other products and just, you know, get involved in conversations in Slack in, in community somewhere uh, and try to see if there's a business opportunity. Yeah, cool. And then would, would you like this is an idea I had recently and I tweeted about it actually. Um, I, and I've learned that a uh, few people actually went SEO first. So they spent their time to look for uh, trends, Google trends, and see, look for keywords that are high volume, low competition, and then they're based their business on that. Interesting. Yeah, I found that pretty, pretty interesting. Like it was an idea that I, I don't think anybody would try, but then um, uh, Ruben Gomez. Uh, he's the one actually who something that he's running right now, actually, he said that he started it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, so he, he sort of looked for opportunities in that sense and uh, uh, and then went all in for it. And I honestly believe that if you win at SEO, uh, you it's like fishing with dynamite, in my opinion. Like I know yep. people that are doing great based on their SEO ranking, you know. Um, so, yeah, pretty cool, man. Good to know that. Um, so <laughs> the last question. Uh, well, there's more questions, but it's going to go, our discussion <laughs> will go forever. So, uh, so what's up with NFTs and you, are you still after them or are you sort of, you know, pausing on that or what's your overall thinking on NFTs? Oh gosh, we, we could go another 30 minutes on that. <laughs> the short version. <laughs> so the, the short version is I'm still holding and buying NFTs. Um, You're still I'm, buying. Yeah. I'm also still nice. buying some. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I just treat them like I treat crypto. It's just an investment mm -hmm. asset. And I, you know, overall my NFT portfolio, if you want to call it that, like my collection sure. of JPEGs uh, has probably tripled since I started buying them. So okay. I, you know, it's not too bad. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, it's like a long-term bet for sure. Yeah, but with yeah. some of them, I, I don't know, like some people treat it like buy it and flip it the next day, which is kind of, you know, it, it works. Uh, in in some cases, at least, <laughs> is your, has your portfolio grown like from like what you spent on it, like compared to now, even if it's like a dollar? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like overall, like I had two projects that didn't go anywhere. Like one of them was actually like a, what they call a rug pull, right? Like the the developers really just ran with the money, and right. <laughs> now Bye. I got those two llama JPEGs. I'm like, great. <laughs> well, you got the JPEGs. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything with it but overall like the rest of the investments was kind of kind of okay apparently um mm -hmm. and yeah it's really i treat it like crypto as i said so i'm, I'm pouring yeah. in some money 
where I feel like it's kind of it's kind of a safe bet, and I will you know get at least like a two x return, hopefully. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I have a couple of. Um, I think I have Dodge, Shiba, some other ones I can't even pronounce yeah. their name. Yeah, I got a bunch I of just, in, yeah. in Ethereum right now because I just yeah. think it's going to go up over the long term. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, not not financial fun. advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode two. Um, so hey, um, what? podcast you're listening to like what's something cool that you can recommend oh wait let me let me actually it doesn't pop... have to be maker like it could be anything honestly let me pop open spotify i'm actually listening oh, on spotify these days I do to, too. to all my podcasts here uh so one thing i've recently discovered i had no idea is uh, that it exists is shit you don't learn in school from steph smith um all right i like ali abdal's deep dives uh it's it's pretty long i think he goes an hour or even longer with his guests but it's pretty pretty cool uh and yeah like the the usual suspects right like all those right. those indie hacker maker podcasts like out of beta default alive indie hackers slow and steady i listen to all of them <laughs> very nice i mean I, I i usually listen when i'm driving so I, I can't get to all of them, but I sort of search for episodes here and there that might be good. Yeah. And what about like non-maker indie bootstrapper related? Like, do you have any anything you're listening to around those sort of subjects? Um, pr- probably more the the audiobook type there. Um, okay. So I've got an Audible subscription, so I re- you know always get something new to listen to. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Yeah, one thing I, I recently, and I'm recommending this to everyone, thinking that everybody will like it. Probably, like, of course, nobody <laughs> people like, could like it. So Smartless is one podcast that I'm uh, listening to. A friend of mine, uh, she recommended it to me. It's by Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever, like, ran across their comedy, like BoJack Horseman. Oh, yeah, yeah. All those things. And it's pretty, it's like a riot. Like, they bring these people on and interview <laughs> them. And there's a lot of bickering that goes around uh, between these three guys, like as they, as they interview these amazing people. <laughs> and one thing, one thing that got me thinking is like all, all the podcasts that we make, like bootstrappers, indie hackers and whatnot, like sometimes I feel like we're so serious, like with everything we talk about, like it's, you know, like we don't let loose ever. Yep. And I want like, this is a call or more, I should say this is a cry to like, <laughs> hopefully influence people to like maybe i mean including myself sort of like just shoot the shit a bit more you know and then just have fun again <laughs> so yeah it's uh if you if you want to check it out it's smart less that's that's the name of it yeah i'm definitely going to check that one out yeah so amazing uh people they bring on so yeah hey ben uh cool man any last thing that you want to talk about before we hang up and talk another time I mean, I could turn the mic on you, but that would probably also, you know, like <laughs> take turn into another podcast episode. Yes. So <laughs> I guess we should just end it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, cool, man. Yeah, hey, thanks for coming on to my podcast this time. Yeah, thanks for and, having me. Uh, it was a pleasure hearing you out about everything you were talking about. So yeah, uh, thanks. That was awesome. Yeah, talk to you soon, man. Later, bye-bye. Bye.